welcome to Bench Boost Boys Game Week 26 and 27 forecast with me, Gav, and my friend Scott. Hello, Scott. G'day, Gav. Sorry? G'day. It's oh. Australian for a uh, good day. <laughs> I uh, bid you a good day. Hello. But, uh, uh, tally ho. Um, okay, thank you for that. This is cultural. I'm learning. Well, we've got a list, lot, of this, uh, lot of listeners in India who probably, unless they've been to Australia or watched Wolf Creek, might not have ever heard the term g'day. Sure. So education. Entirely possible. Um, if you are new to Bench Boost Boys, hello. Um, jo- join our join our mini league. The code is Q8ZM2S. Um, if you can't remember that or don't want to pause and rewind, just go to our Twitter. We're at Bench Boost Boys. It's in our biography there. Um, speaking of the Bench Booster Boys Mini League, I think things have happened. I know I've taken a tumble for reasons we'll explain shortly. Um, but Dave Paxton's back on top. Is he? He is. Uh, oh, he got 65 points this game. He, uh, he's on 1670. The next person is Quinton Dunn's one Bissaka, two Bissaka uh, on 1640. Uh, I, and I can't quite remember if that's because maybe someone's left or... I, I don't know what's happened uh, because Neil Thomas Wrexham, who, who's been in the top sort of two for a long time, is, is third. So I can't can't say exactly for sure exactly what's happened. Maybe Dave has just had a great week or two and has surged up. Not entirely sure. All I can tell you from a point of fact is Dave Paxton, his team, the Vestal Virgils, who've been at the top of the bench before his uh, mini league for most of the season, are back on top. Well done, Dave. Yeah, keep it, keep it up. Um, so... As per usual, we were we will start by uh, covering the most recent game week, which was of course game week twenty five. A uh, bit of a watch list update after that. Uh, then we'll do a, a rundown of the game week uh, twenty six fixtures. Uh, and given time, uh, where where the games are going to land and how the game weeks are going to mesh into one, we will uh, make mention of what is going to happen in game week twenty seven. But sans detail, that means without. Um, and then we'll we'll wrap up with our own plans for 26, uh, and then we'll answer some mailbag questions, which I feel get trickier by the week, and I, I'm undecided whether that's good or bad. Have I missed anything, Scott? Mm, no. 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 Then we shall begin. Bench plus, boys. Game week 25 is a wrap. Um... Game week average was 47. How do you get on? Five points under the average. <clears throat> so the, the thing that really killed me was Cancelo and um, KDB getting rested, but I'm probably one of about a 1,000 people that... Uh, more than a 1,000. Don't do, don't do that noise. I hate it. Um, who, who who fell for that? Um, I don't make noises. A little bit of pepper roulette. I kind of... I don't think I talked about it on the pod last week. Kind of had a feeling that KDB would get um, benched for this fixture... Um, a lot of people were saying that on Twitter, and I uh, willfully ignored them. Yeah, and it was just around. Obviously, that they played Sporting this morning or yesterday morning, and um, you know KDB played ninety minutes in that game. So, yeah, I didn't get those points. Uh, that's the only reason I um, didn't captain KDB. I thought it was a good fixture, so I threw the armband on Salah. In terms of players that did well for me, um, Sanchez. Uh, he was on a got double a clean game week. Sheet, got a clean sheet in game week one. I thought Brighton might be able to do it against Man United. They had a great first half. Yeah. I mean, Ronaldo got his first goal in however long it was, and then Bruno obviously scored, which... 97th minute. It was a double whammy, because we knew a lot of people were going to be um, 
captaining Bruno in this this game double game week and and I didn't didn't even have him in my team so I didn't even think about that. Um, Trent got his got his typical clean sheet. Happy with Trent. Um, always happy with Trent. Jared Bowen just continuing to just be in excellent form. I think he's on about 148 points or something like that overall for the season. Great season. Yeah, he's having a cracker. Um, yeah, and like I said, Captain Salah, who got three points, so I doubled that for six. Our little spreadsheet makes that green, but really it's a blank. Um, when you think about it, probably a midfielder's clean sheet. Oh, yeah, yeah, from a captain's point, you, you're going to want uh, 10 points minimum, aren't you, really? Yeah, absolutely. So the, the um, so only for, transfers... For, 42 points you finished on? Yeah, 42 points. The only transfers I made last week was was bringing Salah back in and, and throwing out Saka. Right. Um, Arsenal obviously didn't have a game, so... No matter what, I netted out better for that particular transfer. Um, that that brings my overall rank down to three hundred and two k, and feels bad to be out of the top three hundred k again. Um, yeah. There was a little moment during last week's games where I was in the top top two hundred. I think it was about one hundred and seventy k. So about one hundred and thirty k drop in two weeks. And off air, just before uh, we started recording, you made a good point which was that the game week average probably got a significant pump due to a bunch of auto subs. Yeah, because Cancelo is a very popular pick in fantasy. He's, he's, his ownership's probably around 60%. Yeah. Kenny Bees was probably around 30 to 40% as well. So the fact that they both got benched means that a lot of people would have had auto subs in. And if your bench was a lot stronger than mine, which there's a solid chance it, it was, my bench had, uh, I think, Edward and, and Dennis in it. Yeah. Um, and if, if you've had that bench, then uh, I only got three points in. But if anyone else had some other player um, that might have had a higher score, mm. I can't even think of who the, the kings of the game week were. Uh, obviously, that's going to bump up the average because the average was sitting at 32 points. The game week average was 32 points before the last fixture of the game. Game Plus, week. of course, in that last fixture, you know, Fernandez did what Fernandez did. And uh, as you mentioned, a bunch of people had him. So, yeah, for a lot of the game week, you're right. That average looked pretty low. And then suddenly it got a, a big old knock. I think, um, yeah, the, the players that I think a lot of people would have had benched would have potentially been potentially your Webster's from from Brighton who got 16 points and your Gordon's from, from Everton who got 14 points. Mm. They might have been buried somewhere on your bench and come on. Um, so Quite possible. Sorry, did you just beep at me? No. Okay. That um, was definitely your computer. I don't use a computer. You want to mute it now? Because I don't want to hear this ever again. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, okay, have you finished talking about your fantastic game week? Yeah, sorry, I was supposed to finish up by saying, how did you go? You didn't have to, man. That wasn't what I was getting at. I was just trying to mock you for a shit game week. Um, I'm back in my uh, predictable comfort zone, which is just slightly better than the, than the game week average. It was a weird game week. Um, I was affected by uh, Cancelo not playing. Uh, KDB was down as my captain, with the vice on Salah. So I ended up getting the same captain uh, situation as you. I did finish on 49 points. So it was only two above the game week average. Um, a few more greens than you. So I had Sanchez in goal like you, but I got uh, six points for Connor Cody. I got the Trent six. Uh, I got fine, five for Madison, which is uh, an interesting one, given that you know Leicester have in a bit of a weird position at the moment. Uh, I got that captor, <laughs> captor, Salah captaincy, which turned three into six. Bowen, like any smart person, 13 points for there. And the rest was all dog shit. So um, transfers, I brought in Salah. I brought in Ramsey as well from Villa. Uh, that didn't pay off this week, but, you know, yeah, I still think he's a... He's 
bargain. He's, yeah, he's going to do. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and that was uh, in, to replace Jota and Mount. Um, Good yeah. timing too, because yeah, well, Jota's I, mean, I think are not one hundred percent at the moment, and neither is Mount. Yeah, that's all I was going to say. Oh, sorry, mate. Um, and my yeah, my. <coughs> My rank did take a little bit of a hit because of the aforementioned things. So I'm about 175,000th now, um, which is still great. Uh, and I'm still hoping to to keep pushing to get into that top 100,000, which was your goal as well, uh, pre-season. Uh, and I'm confident that... Still my goal. Yeah, I'm confident. I said it at the start. The goal's the same. Top, top 100k. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and that's it. So, yeah, I'm 175,000th, just above the average. Strange old game week. Put it to bed. When we return, a bit of a watch list update. Bench Boost Boys. It's Bench Boost Boys. The jingle was correct. Watch list update. What's going on, Scott? Uh, not not a lot of movement in terms of removing players. The only player I have removed is James Madison. And it's not about the player. I think he's a great player. It's about the team. I just think Leicester are a little bit dog shit lately. Yep. Um, players that I've added to my watch list uh, I've got uh, Robertson for Liverpool um, I think moving forward if I was going to have three Liverpool assets it would obviously be Trent and Salah and, and Robertson I think Jota would fall out of that now particularly yep. with Champions League the rotation the amount of places that they have in that starting lineup. Uh, you've got Jota Bobby Firmino uh, he's not a mate of mine but that's just what I'd call them Diaz and uh, Mane obviously vying for sort of four positions I think Salah's the only lock there yeah um, so I think Robertson is a is a, a great pick he's, he's doing really well he's in very good form lately um, Romain Sice for, for Wolves and, and Jimenez for Wolves I think Wolves have some really good fixtures um, I think that they're a really good team defensively Sice is a bit more attacking than your Connor Cody's and mm. a little bit more locked than your Aitnori's and your and your Semedo's and stuff like that Um I think he was really good last year at the start of the season, and I think potentially there's a chance that now that he's back to full fitness, he, he may just stay in that team, uh, in that position. Ramsdale for Arsenal, I wish I had him as my keeper. I've wished for a very long time that he was one of my goalkeepers. Um, and I just, you know, I think with um, game week 30 looking like the way that it's potentially looking, I think he'd be good to potentially try and bring in at some point between now and then. Uh, if I wasn't going to bring him in, it'd be uh, Pope. Could you please mute your computer? Um, I, don't, I don't have a computer. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Ben White for Arsenal as well. Uh, for Burnley, I've got, like I said, Pope just a minute ago. I've got four names on that Burnley lineup, And I know that's a bit strange because Burnley are, are, are an absolute ratchet team going forward. Three of those players are defensive players, including Pope. But the other ones are Ben Mee and, and Tarkovsky. And I think yeah. that's around the fact that I think that Burnley can scrap a nil-all draw with basically anyone. I agree. Now, I've also got uh, Weghorst on there as well. And the reason I've got Weghorst is because he's a bit of an unknown. He's a bit taller than Chris Wood, a little bit more athletic than Chris Wood, and a little bit better than Chris Wood. I think moving forward, there's a chance that you know Burnley's always good for a counter attack, and a player that size is always going to be a threat on set pieces. So I think it's well, as we'll discuss shortly, Burnley are also looking at four matches in two weeks. Yeah, double double game week. Yeah, double double. Yeah. Um, and uh, lastly, the last player I've added is uh, Rafinha, and and the sole reason for that is again game week thirty fixtures. Leeds are one of the only teams that have a fixture there. Um, and uh, I think, you know, Rafinha is uh, always going to be a, a standout player and a, a 
pretty crap team. Sorry, mate. No, no, it's true at the moment. Absolutely. Um, players I still have on there, I won't delve into this because they're on there for a reason. Uh, uh, Cucurella, Fernandez, uh, Ramsey from Aston Villa, um, uh, Gallagher for, for Crystal Palace, Jota and, and Breuer. Jota's on my watch list, but he's probably close to coming off. Sure. Um, I will just quickly touch on the game week 30 fixtures just to give you an idea of why I'm talking about. With with the FA Cup quarterfinals, there's just a bunch of teams, a bunch of teams that might not be playing, like the, the Man City Brighton fixture, Watford, Everton, Newcastle, Crystal Palace, Burnley, Southampton, Liverpool, and, and Man United are all at risk of being cancelled because of certain certain results in the FA Cup. And a lot of those results are very likely to happen. As an example, if Manchester City lose to Preston, that's, you'll eat your hat. That's the only reason the Man City Brighton game would happen. So it's pretty unlikely that sure. they'll play. So the only three. Fixtures, Do you think you're Ben Krellin or something? No, this isn't even. This isn't even from Ben Krellin. I'm sure he's got a spreadsheet somewhere. I just couldn't find it. This is from something else. Okay. But the only three fixtures that are a lock for game week 30. So I'm trying to plan, pre-plan, and help listeners pre-plan. No, no. Great advice. Wolves versus Leeds. Arsenal versus Villa and Leicester City versus Brentford. Now, if I look at those three fix those three fixtures, I've only got players from Villa and Arsenal at the moment, so I'm proper fucked. Right. <laughs> so right. I've got to start planning for it. I don't have any free hits. Food for thought. Yes, very wise. Very wise. Do you have free hits? Yeah, I've got a free hit. I've got a wild card. You save that free hit for game week thirty. That's that's it. There you go. This is why we pay you the big bucks. Um, good stuff. All right, well, um, is that your watch list update done? Yep. Cool. Uh, I've added two this week, uh, Gabriel from Arsenal and Robertson from Liverpool. Uh, Robertson, for the obvious reasons you've already discussed, Gabriel um, you know, he's very much an informed uh, centre-back for uh, Arsenal and props up every now and again against goal, so maybe one to think about. Um, people I've removed, Martinelli from Arsenal, you know, he's obviously had his red card and form dropped off uh, Harrison as we kind of touched on the other week flashing a pan him getting that hat trick recently um, that's form's just disappeared now because mm-hmm. the form's obviously calculated on an average over the last 30 days uh, Ramsey's come off because he's in my team currently uh, and I have removed Louis Diaz and the, the main reason I did that is because I added him when he got transferred in um, you know he came with a big pedigree and just wanted to see if he hit the ground running he hasn't, which is fair enough. He had a great game. The first game he played was phenomenal. He just didn't get any fantasy points. Yeah, yeah, totally. So he got zero and then three. So this is not a criticism of him. I'm not being judgmental, but I'm just like, yeah, you know, you'll come back on here when you do. You know, I'm expecting good things from him, but not yet. He it, gives a lot of depth to Liverpool, but that doesn't help you with your fantasy. Yeah, totally. Let's see where it goes. Uh, you know, he needs to bed in, uh, and I do have high hopes, but for now I've just knocked him off. And remaining, uh, Saka, Saar of uh, Wolves... Kufal, Ward-Prowse, Edouard, uh, Fernandez at Man United, um, and then Zayic as well of, uh, of Chelsea. So that's how my watch list looks. We will take a brief reprieve now, and when we come back, we will talk about the mighty, the mighty, mighty Game Week 26 fixtures. Bench boss, boys. Game Week 26. Uh, just to, before we actually do the rundown, We'll do the broad strokes here. This is a double game week for Burnley, Tottenham, Watford, Crystal Palace, Liverpool, Leeds, Arsenal and Wolves. It's a big old game week. I think it's 14 fixtures. Mm. Um, so, you know, a lot of people will look for 
players from those teams. But uh, as we do the rundown, we'll, we'll touch on those. So there's <clears throat> there's probably kind of in particularly and again touching on the game week more broadly. There's two schools of thought mm-hmm. for a lot of FPL managers right now, and that's uh, triple captain chip for mm. uh, Salah yep. because of the two beautiful Liverpool fixtures, which are Norwich and Leeds. Yeah. Um, some people are even toying with Trent. And the second is if you've set it, set it up well enough to potentially play a bench boost, if you've got enough players right. on your bench that also have doubles, uh, maximising it in that sense. Is that a chip you have? I do have my bench boost, but yeah, I'm, so. I'm actually planning on playing it a little bit later on Cool. in the season. Cool. All right. So the game week kicks off with West Ham at home to Newcastle. Um, only real injury of note is uh, Manquilo. is a 75% chance of playing with an ankle injury. Um, outside of that, no fresh injury worries. I would imagine from a West Ham point of view, absolutely looking at Bowen. Um, any interest in Newcastle assets? I have a strong interest in one Newcastle asset who now has a foot injury with an unknown return date, Oh, Kieran Trippier. Right, of course. So he, he's scored something like 26 points across the last three games. Mm, that's unfortunate. Which is huge. Scoring the points scored, isn't unfortunate, getting the injuries. He scored two goals um, from set pieces. He's both brilliant free kicks. Yeah. Um, you know, he's really slotted into that team quite well. And hit, Newcastle... Been literally doing, hit the ground running. Yeah, Newcastle's been doing quite well. So it sucks that he's got that, that ankle injury or that foot injury. Yeah. Um, you know, f- for for these two teams, Newcastle and West Ham, there's only one fixture for each of them. So I think it's it's kind of a little bit uh, bad timing for Newcastle that, that Trippier is out. Yeah. Um, because I think they probably would have would have put up a, a very good fight against a team like West Ham I if he so. was still in form. But West Ham have also been in such good form that I think, uh, particularly with this fixture, just because they're, they're playing once, don't bench or try and move on or fit in an extra double game week player for a player like Jared Bowen. He's got to start because... This is a good fixture for him. This is a very good example of uh, yeah the balance where it's like well someone like Jared Bowen could get you double figures in one game. Yeah. So and I I, I, I think um, Sufal is another one that if you can fit mm. him into your team keep him in your team still for this particular fixture. But um, I've got him. I do have better options including another single game week player in, in the back line and that's Cancelo. So okay. Sufal won't fit it into my team. I think this fixture, I, I think it's a probably an easy win for Newcastle. And I think it would have been... An easy been, win for Newcastle? Uh, for, for West Ham, sorry. Oh, yeah, sure. I think it would have been a much more difficult win for, for West Ham or even potentially a draw if if Trippier was around. And I know that sounds like I'm putting a lot of emphasis on one player, but he's just been no, in I, such I, good form. I can't disagree, to be honest. Um the second game, Arsenal versus Brentford. Uh, Brentford likely to be without Tony, currently looking at uh, 50% chance of playing with a calf injury, according to the FPL website. Um, that's got to suck for them. I mean, Arsenal have been in decent form, but I think it's easy to suggest that Tony is Brentford's best player, even if he isn't always picking up the FPL points. I know mm. you're a huge fan, so great he'll be greatly missed in this yeah, game I mean I reluctantly transferred him out of my team and it was really good timing because this injury's come along and his form has dipped since mm. I've transferred him out anyway but I think for Arsenal with, with two fixtures this is definitely the better one for them and I, I agree with you I think Brent uh, Tony's their 
best players, so they're going to find it quite tough against a team like Arsenal. Yeah. Um, and, and with respect to to Arsenal, I think with the form that they've been in, they haven't been scoring a lot of goals of late. I think they've scored all their inform players are year. the defensive players. Yeah. We're mainly talking Gabriel, as I mentioned in my watch list update, Ramsdale in goal, which I know a lot of people have been favouring, but there's not much of a trend of spending five million plus on a keeper, uh, and then White and Tierney as well. Yeah, and I think every single one of them is a decent option. Um, White is a safe bet. White, uh, Gab- White's the good value pick. Gabriel is is a little bit more expensive and always a bit more of a risk of a red card. J- just to let listeners know, if you're not aware, G- Gabriel currently looking at 5.3 mil versus White's 4.5. Yeah, so that's 8, eight mil, eight, 800k. Yeah, yeah. Um, the other one, Martinelli, obviously got a stupid red card. <laughs> uh, two yellows in the space of about one second. <laughs> Um, because the idiot. first foul, which was him pushing a player in the face, happened, and then the, the ref let it play on because the, the attacking team had the, the advantage. advantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Martin Lee ran down and chopped him, so he got the second <laughs> yellow card offence. So then the ref had no choice but to go yellow for the first one, yellow for the second yeah, one. Yeah, call it back the first, yep. and you're an idiot, here's the second. So not a straight red, but he still misses out on on, on this particular game. So I think in terms of Arsenal assets for an, from an attacking perspective, if you were thinking about it, I would say Bukayo Saka is a good option. Yep, good shout. And I'm hoping with Martinelli benched for this particular fixture, uh, Emil Smith-Rowe might might play the full full fixture. Yeah. I'm hope I'm hoping. I've got uh, Emil Smith-Rowe, so I'm hoping that he he does feature. I had to get rid of uh, one of either Saka or Smith-Rowe to bring Saka, in Salah because I couldn't afford it with yep, yep. with ESR. Gotcha. Um, Aston Villa versus Watford. Um, I think the name on a lot of people's lips is Coutinho. Uh, currently sat at 7.3 mil, which I'm assuming shows that he's already jumped up by 300k since he arrived. Yeah, he couldn't have gone down by 200k. No, so he's already gone up by... Uh, and for good reason, right? Yeah. He's in hot form. He's literally, again, another player who's hit the ground running. Uh, Ramsey's a good budget pick. He's 4.8, which shows you, again, he's gone up by 300k. I've, I've already got in my team. And, and another one to look at, you know, I, I like Villa at the moment. Steven Gerrard's uh, had a really good start. Digne, so he's at 5.1 mil um, yeah. and is a, a, a completely locked-in starter for Villa. <laughs> Sorry, coughing. The uh, this game is a bit, bit of a funny one because Watford have a double this mm. game week, but Villa don't. But I think again, Coutinho is another one of those players that you would certainly not bench for a double game week because again, capable of scoring double digits. 100%. So if you were, if you were looking at it, going, do I play Dennis or do I play Coutinho? Yeah, I'd still play Coutinho. Well, a lot of people also be uh, fresh wounds, right? Open wounds. Um, I probably, De- probably used the, the wrong comparison there using Dennis, but no, but it's, it's a pertinent point. Like people, including some of us, uh, did opt for the whole captain in Dennis on a double game week, and it didn't work out. And that doesn't mean that it will never work out ever again. But yes, this is the the, to- the topic at hand: how there might be a one game player who's more reliable to perform better than another player over two games. Yeah, Sars back for Watford which is huge for them he played 45 minutes in their last fixture so that's really right. really good for them I think it gives him another gives them another option going forward um, you know they've, they've got you know quite a few good attacking players it's just really their defence and, and their midfield mm. where they're lacking quite a bit I think but um, I've got Watkins I think I'll bench him for this particular fixture because I, I do think that um, uh, I've got I've got to think about maximising the double game week to a certain degree. Um, and Watkins just doesn't seem to do a lot from an FPL perspective. We talk about how good he is off the ball and opening up space for players like Ramsey and Coutinho. Yeah. 
that doesn't really help me from an FPL perspective. So I think, truthfully, I think uh, Ollie Watkins might be on, on the way out for me. Sure, sure. Um, one thing worth noting um, with this next fixture, Brighton-Burnley, is that the form player for... And we've already discussed that Burnley are on this double-double, so they've got a double this week, double next week. The real form player has been Pope. But just as a little comparison, focusing on this week, Pope's 5.4 million... And Ramsdale, who we spoke about a minute ago for Arsenal, are also in a double game week. It's 5.1. So for me, like Pope is the probably the Burnley player to look at, but I don't know if I'd want to pay 5.4 million for him. You're paying for the double-double with Pope because they are, they do have two double fixtures in a row and Arsenal have a blank next week. Might, might be one for a free hit maybe then. Like if you don't want to end up with... Well, you'll only get oh, them for one sorry. of the doubles. Yeah, what a stupid yeah. thing to say. Well, so, uh, but what I what I was saying is, if if you if you were to make a purchase right now mm. for Pope, you're getting four games for five point four million. For uh, Ramsay, you're getting two games for five point one million. Mm. Are the extra two games worth point three million? You're probably looking at at Maybe. the very least four points from Pope for that. So, would you pay point three million for four points in fantasy? It's a lot of points. Yeah. I like, so, I like the the way of looking at the economy like that. Let's put uh, money against points. And then and thinking about Burnley defenders um, as well as as well as Pope Tarkovsky, mm. me. There are some good options there. Well, well another thing to note with this game is um, Brighton and Burnley from a form perspective. It's again, it's all about the defensive players. So this could well be a, a, a nil nil. Malpay's form is in and out, so that's why mm. his form is never never really that high yeah. consistently. But we know that every other game he's capable of scoring a goal and maybe getting some bonus. And this and is true. Um, but Webster in defence for Brighton at four point four mils, not a bad shout. If you if you did want a, I mean, given that Brighton aren't on a double game week, I don't know if you'd care too much. But you know, if you if you need a bit of an enabler, he's he's not no. bad. I, I would every, put this down as a nil nil. Everyone's second goalkeeper should be Foster. If it isn't, hurry up and fix your life up. <laughs> but um, that means Sanchez isn't going to get a run in for me because because. Foster and, and Watford have two um, two games this week. Sure, um, but I think um, yeah, if you're looking at an alternative to Sanchez, Pope, or Ramsdale, truthfully, Ramsdale's higher for me. But just looking at the amount of fixtures Burnley have in hand, and also the fact that they've yeah. got the double double, if I was tra- if I was doing a wild card last week, it would have been Pope for sure. Yeah, it's pretty enticing that one. Hmm. Um, Crystal Palace at home to Chelsea. Uh, of the obvious thing here, the elephant in the room is that Gallagher can't play against Chelsea. It's his parent club. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's not obvious to everyone, but yeah, for anyone thinking, it is, it is now. Um, yes, no, it's important to note. I think because a lot of <clears throat> last week, I think we were talking about, uh, and potentially Warren, your brother was was saying he was thinking about bringing Gallagher, in, maybe or mm. said, said something about Gallagher, and I thought, I didn't even think yet. Yeah, They've got. I've, I thought, yeah, Chelsea, uh, Crystal Palace have a double next week. Didn't even think about looking yeah. at. So Crystal Palace do, but Gallagher himself. He do not. Um, one that I'm looking at, and obviously I mentioned him on the uh, on the watch list update, is Zayic. Uh, 7.3 mil, so sort of real mid-price midfielder. But, uh, you know, I've said this before recently on the show that maybe the penny's dropping for him. Maybe he's uh, bedding in a bit now. I think, I think you're right. Do we know who Chelsea are playing in the Champions League? Are they even in the round of 16? I thought we established last week that um, it's Premier League or nothing for me. I'm so ingrained in FPL, I'm barely uh, aware of any other football. Well, I think it's probably sort of important for this kind of conversation. They, they that's, have, that's why you're here. They have Lil at Stamford Bridge tomorrow morning okay. at 6am. Interesting. Uh, 
No, not tomorrow morning, next week. Come on, dude. Uh, Thiago Silva, 5.6 million for a centre-back. He, he's doing he's doing pretty well. Um, from a Crystal Palace side of things, Gallagher's the one and he's not playing. Uh, I haven't been impressed with Crystal Palace. I mean, Edward recently has done okay. No. But you're not having it? No, he hasn't done okay. No, and I do maybe, I'm think, maybe I'm thinking a few more weeks before. You are. You're thinking of that Short time where everyone reasoning. was like, let's all get Edward and oh, everyone Edward. was like, yeah, let's and then go. They did. And then we all did. And then he just stopped performing and everyone was like, let's get rid of Edward. Yeah. But Burn there's him. just, there's just, especially with the fact that Crystal Palace have two fixtures and there's a solid chance he'll play minutes and maybe both, but potentially definitely one. I think there's there's just bigger fires to put out. So mm. Edward's staying in my team and I really hope he does play this fixture. Yeah. If not this one, the actually one. this one, this one's probably the harder one. Definitely Watford. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, the other thing to note as well is uh, Mason Mount's got an ankle injury, 75% chance playing. And James, Reese James, I thought he was kind of maybe back in training, but th- at the moment, FPL have got him down as hamstring 50%. Um, yeah, so that's a, I mean, I don't know when, when he might be back, but um, I thought he would have been by now, but uh, wishful thinking. Um, Liverpool at home to Norwich. Obviously, Norwich are on a somewhat of a renaissance, but they're not going to enjoy going to Anfield. They were on somewhat of a renaissance when they met Man City last week and lost four 0 as well. Mm. I think the the big thing for me is, uh, and we've obviously we've already talked about the triple captainship and, and how attractive it is for Salah. Mm. Um, I don't, I can't pinpoint when I said this, but I think we talked about triple captainship a few pods ago, and by a few, I mean this is. A solid 10 episodes ago okay. and you asked me about it and I said I know when I'm playing mine and it's when Salah's playing Norwich Yeah, I think <clears throat> I probably would have been playing triple captain on Salah even if they didn't have a double yeah, and the yeah, fact yeah. that they have a double makes this so much more attractive I know this. Like, and you know you mentioned the idea that there might be a differential triple captain pick on Trent um, I hear you but I, I kind of take some weird perverse comfort in knowing that so many people will triple captain Salah. It's the safe option. Cause, yeah, because if it if, goes wrong, it goes wrong for this, loads of us. If this was the, the last game of the season and I was losing to you 34 points in the in the mm. mini league, which is the exact situation we're in right now, yep. I would be triple captaining Trent because triple captaining Salah is not yeah. going to f- help me at all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm assuming... I know you're not sure yet, but I know you will triple Captain Seller because if you don't, you're an idiot. I mean, we'll talk a bit later about our plans, but there's got to be a high probability of that, absolutely. And I'll talk about my plans in detail later, but I'm telling you right now, I'm triple Captain Seller this week. <laughs> it's just silly. Um, Jota, ankle injury, 75% chance playing. Otherwise, no fresh injury worries. Sergeant's fine. He's back for Norwich. I, I will mention this, yep. though. Jota obviously did, did play this morning against Inter and went off after 45 minutes, but... Uh, Salah played all 90 minutes against Inter Milan this morning. He was the only one in the front f- front f- uh, three that did. Wow. So Interesting. Yeah. Unless he's just looking for a bit of he's match sharpness. F- he's fit, though. Well, yeah. I mean, he's an absolute monster, isn't he? Um, you know, the form list for Liverpool is pretty extensive. Van Dijk, Robertson, we've talked about. Fabinho, who, uh, for better or worse, has done Shit okay. Player. Well, apparently. Shit fantasy asset. Well. Move on. I have to say this every time, even though I know I'm wrong it, now. This is this this for me feels a little bit like the whole um, situation last year with Man City, where we were staring down the barrel of someone who's good one. Yeah, not 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 your typical asset. KDB was out. He stepped up and suddenly he was. I'm not suggesting that this. No is one's out, and he keeps doing it. I, I know it's strange, isn't it? <laughs> and and I can't scoring. imagine bringing Fabinho in. But he is genuinely in really good form. Um, you know, I'm not talking Salah form, but 
he's doing well. No, he's in cellar form. <laughs> there we go. No, seriously, I'll, I'll, I'll go to his. I'll yeah. go to um, uh, Allison as well. But now we're in six million um, keeper territory, which is dangerous place to be and even Matip's doing right and he's 4.9 so if you wanted a it's a weird one because at the moment I feel like if you're going for a Liverpool defender you're quite likely going for one so it's probably Trent or Robertson so so since game week 22 Mm. 10 points 9 points 3 points 10 points yeah that's Salah form yeah yeah. you can't really uh, better form than Salah actually there we go there we go so maybe Fabinho is a legitimate uh, option he is 5.4 mil which is Budget as hell for a starting centre midfielder at Liverpool. Any other thoughts on that, Scott? No, I mean he's scored four goals all season and three of them in the last four game weeks. So mm, it might be a, a it's, it's a blitz. It's got to be a flash, flash in the pan. Um, That's what it said about Bitcoin. Um, what's Bitcoin? <laughs> don't worry about it. Wrong podcast. So yes, triple captainship on Salah is. I. I has a stick I mean how many what percentage of the nine million and some people have already played there some people have played there some people have stopped playing already so it's hard to say but I reckon over a mil anyone still paying attention over a oh, mil more than that two mil maybe more than that jeez there we go hard one to ignore this week um, Southampton versus Everton they're sort of two teams I mean not only are they not on a double not that interested and and I know I'm a Leeds fan and Everton absolutely turned Leeds over but it wasn't enough to make me think that Everton have suddenly sprung into life under new management etc um, just not too fussed about it uh, Damari Gray's hip injury 50% chance of playing uh, Adams up front for Southampton and Ward Prowse in midfield I mean Ward Prowse is a good shout 6.4 mil so potentially slightly awkward price point but he's having a good season for he, Everton he ticks along pretty regularly he, he, he we, we looked at we looked at his last year we talked about him quite a bit we, I we wrote him off a bit last season didn't I because yeah. I thought he'd be a bit more Calvin Phillipsy. My, my brother had him in his team and you said why would he have yeah. James Ward Prowse in fairness one of the core things I, I will have missed there which seems obvious to say now is he is very much a set piece specialist so he's going to grab a goal here and there his free kicks are amazing his corners as well there we go so I think I think for this particular club and this particular fixture Breuer is is for me the best asset at Southampton now sure. that now that Livermento's just come back from injury and he's not not getting guaranteed minutes yep. I think Breuer is really hard to ignore Southampton I think they're a team again I'm thinking about potentially moving Watkins on and potentially bringing in Rafinha at some point as well. Sure. I've got to free up some of those funds to, to sort of make some moves, especially if I want to potentially ditch ESR. I look at Breuer as a really, really cheap option into the Southampton attack. Um, I would only really want one more player from Southampton. I've got Livermento. He stays on my bench now, but... Mm-hmm. If I had Breuer, Southampton are one of those teams, and I hate to talk about Game Week 30 because I know you don't like the fact that I'm looking at a spreadsheet. No, no, it's but great, it's great. Southampton will only play their fixture against Burnley if they lose to West Ham United in the FA Cup, which I think they will because West Ham's a fucking good team. Yes, agreed. So I think I think the Burnley-Southampton match is more more certain to go ahead than uh, than any of the other fixtures. Yeah, um, and if you did want to back any Everton players for some reason this Game Week... Um, Coleman in defence 4.9 mil Gordon in midfield 4.5 which is pretty Coleman um, oh sorry Gordon if Everton have a good run of fixtures he's a pretty good sort of uh, fifth choice midfielder I would say um, but I don't feel too 
great about Everton at the moment outside of them thrashing leads. Oh, I don't either. Yeah. DCL coming back hasn't helped them at all. No, sadly not. And Richarlison's always very patchy with his form, especially at his what price What happened to that uh, that that uh, Hamas Rodriguez fella? I think he went to Saudi Arabia, didn't he? Um, okay. Manchester City versus Tottenham. A huge fixture. Yeah, I was going to say, firstly, should be a great match. Um, oh, well, it'll be Man City trouncing Tottenham. That's yeah, but you know what? I like Tottenham, and I like that Conte's slowly them. finding I hate his way. So much. Well, you're an Arsenal fan. Um, one thing to note, and I found this quite funny. I'm not sure if you did, but Grealish is out with a shin injury. Seventy five percent chance of playing. Can't help but reference the fact that he quite famously wears shin pads for six year olds. I wonder if he wore men's shin pads if he might not have had a shin injury. Who knows. Tottenham have two fixtures, but this is not one of the places. Uh, yeah, it's not one of the places where you want to have one of those fixtures because Man City is obviously a phenomenal fucking team. Mm. Um, and for, for Man City, obviously, we talked about KDB being rested against Norwich so they could play Sporting Lisbon. That has happened. KDB played well. Blah blah blah. Moving on. Will, I think given will he the, play? I get. I, I I think he will. Given they've got. The, I mean, they've got one fixture. Yeah, given the title race. Um, is is not not fully sewn up yet. I mean, I think they've got quite a commanding lead. I think they're still going to want to keep playing KDB in these kind of fixtures because yeah. Tottenham is a big fixture. Obviously, Sterling played in the last game when they rested a bunch. Sterling is so good right now. Uh, is anyone else noticing this? Well, yeah, I think they are, but it's really painful because. Would you say well, yeah they are? Are you saying that because Sterling is non-binary? No, people are noticing it. Oh right, okay. I don't know Sorry. if he's non-binary, <laughs> um, but Sterling. At 10.7 million midfielder yeah they're a good midfielder <laughs> don't don't do that don't do that that's not what I meant um, but point being Sterling's played because KDP was rested and whoever else right he or whomever else he um, he hasn't been a regular starter for Man City much lately yeah no so you, you wouldn't jump on <coughs> but the form he's in, you've got to stop ignoring him. If you if you're Pep, you've got to go. But you just know you're going to put him in, and then he won't play. Yeah, maybe. So that's that's. I mean, that's Pep roulette all over. Um, you know, De Bruyne outside of being rested. But I mean, he, Sterling plays on the left side, and Grealish is injured. Yeah. Foden will play up front. Mares maybe. Mares plays on the right anyway. They're all interchangeable, just like pronouns. <laughs> um. Uh, again, Edison. That's an obvious one, but again, an expensive keeper. 6.1 mil. Uh, Diaz, Laporte, obvious. Um, hopefully Cancelo will play. I've got him in my team currently. Um, not too much to say on Tottenham at the moment. I think... Uh, oh, this was another one I made a note of. Don't bench Cancelo just to play a double game week player. So there's there's a few double there's a few single game week players. We talked about Bowen, mm. obviously. We talked about Coutinho, and now we're talking about Cancelo. Even KDB... Just keep them in your team. You might only have, if you've got those four players, you might only have, you know, seven players playing in the double game week. But that's enough, I think. Yeah, I agree. Considering most people will be playing the triple captain chip on Salah and not a double and not a bench boost. Okay, for obvious reasons, the fixture that's terrifying me leads at home to Manchester United. Man United. Do you mean terrifying you as a Leeds fan or an FPL player? A Leeds fan. Cool. That was the obvious thing. I'm famously a Leeds fan. Um, Man United weren't. They didn't have the best of times in the first half against Brighton, but it all came out in the wash in the end. Uh, Leeds are having a fucking horrible time, well documented. Um, nothing really to note as far as injuries or suspensions. Um, the only 
player who, strictly speaking, is there any form for Leeds is James, but I certainly wouldn't be putting James in my team. And ironically enough, there's only really one Man United player in proper form at the moment, and that's Bruno Fernandes. Um, given that we've been short of some striker options lately, I suppose someone might have or continue to play Ronaldo, but Man United aren't on a double game week. So. For anyone that owns Ronaldo, you should have been looking to move him out a long time ago, and do not let what happened on the weekend sway you from that decision. I, I agree. He's old garbage. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. He was a very, very good player in his day. Yeah, totally. Um, if anyone is feeling brave to ignore Liverpool, uh, the Liverpool double game week and Trent and Salah, I guess you could captain Fernandes, but that would be a pretty... Stupid thing to do. Yeah. Yep. And and that's all I've got to say about that. Uh, I reckon we can probably go through the next few fixtures pretty quickly because they're the they're, this is where you start to get yep. into the doubles. Yeah, yeah. Wolves versus Leicester. I think honestly, I think Wolves is going to win this one. Me too. Not been impressed with Leicester. Vardy's still out. Um, hamstring injury. Uh, Dak has been okay when he's played, but I'm not enjoying Leicester at the moment. And uh, Wolves looking okay. Uh, particularly, uh, maybe a good little differential for you. Den Docker midfield, four point seven million. Yeah. We don't need to do that again. We've done all those informed players for the previous fixtures. Burnley is playing Tottenham next. Burnley, I think, are going to keep this one scoreless. Don't be rude, mate. That was this is Wolves' first game of the game week. Yeah, uh, don't be rude. Is it really? Yeah. Don't be rude like what? that. What? Yeah. Den Docker hasn't had his mention yet. Don't be rude. Wolves have two games, but that was their first one. You've you've really shown yourself up. Burnley versus Tottenham. Yeah, I've got nothing more to add to that. Not too keen on the Spurs' assets at the moment. Pope, as we've already discussed, is a decent option. Um, It's probably got nil-nil on this one as well, to be honest. Unless Harry. Yeah, I think Burnley's going to (laughs) just scrap out of. Yeah, unless unless Harry Kane decides he he wants to play football. um, Yeah, again. Or Son. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I remember him. your match of the week. Watford Crystal Palace. Yeah, I mean, I've got yeah. assets from both and Dennis and Edouard. I was just so. about to say, you know what's going to bloody happen? Dennis will get a hat-trick in this one. <laughs> uh, one thing to note, of course, as well, is Gallagher is back for this game. Yeah, um, so. that is noted. Yes. Um, Liverpool are playing Leeds again. Second game for uh, <sighs> Liverpool. I think Salah is going to definitely play in this fixture. I think it's oh. the, the more difficult of the two. Um, so if they were going to rest him, they would rest him for Norwich and they would certainly play him against Leeds. And Bad time to be a Leeds fan. Yeah. Um, the last game of the game week is uh, Arsenal playing Wolves. I think this is going to be a tough game for Arsenal, but they should win it. I, I think they'll they'll thrash out a win from that I one. I reckon Arsenal. it'll be a one nil, Another cheeky 1-0, maybe a... Maybe uh, a 2-1. Yeah. Um, and then we'll just touch on then again, like we did at the top. In game week 27, there's a blank game week for Chelsea, Arsenal and Liverpool but a double game week for Burnley. We'll go through the fixtures. I'll say them. You tell me who you think is going to win, and that's all we'll do. Let's do it. Sounds Southampton fun. are playing Norwich. Southampton win. Leeds are playing Tottenham. Oh, fuck me. Draw. Brentford's playing Newcastle. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say uh, 2-0 Newcastle. You're putting scores in now. Brighton are now... Brighton are playing Aston Villa. Ooh. 0-0. Crystal Palace, Burnley. It's a bit of a yawner, isn't it? That it's one. a yawn match. Like, I, I, oh, fuck no, it's probably another draw. You're not, United are playing Watford. 1-0 Man United. Yeah. It's just a shit game to watch too. <laughs> Everton have Man City. Uh, Man City 4-0. Yep. <laughs> West Ham are playing Wolves. That'll be a good one. 2-1 West Ham. Yeah, I think that'll be a good fixture. And Burnley are then playing oh, Leicester. And again... Fucking another yawn game. 
Yeah, that is going to be an absolute shit. I should want all that one. Yeah. Uh, all right, we'll take a break and come back and we'll talk about what we're doing before we hit the mailbag questions. Whoop, whoop. What are you doing for Game Week 26? Uh... So I'm not making any transfers this week. I decided to roll my transfer. I've okay. only done that a few times. Uh, is that because you're happy with your team or because you need two transfers for the following week? Uh, truthfully, I'm happy with my team. Okay. I mean, I, I thought, yeah, maybe we can squeeze in one more double game week, but I've done that before and it's been it's burned me. So mm-hmm. like, I, like I mentioned, Bowen, Coutinho, KDB, Cancelo, those are the four players you want to have if they're single game weeks and I've got them. And then I, the rest of my players are all double yep. game weekers. So... Fair. Squeezing in an extra player that has a double game week would just mean I have to bench one of my single players. Okay, so no transfers. No transfers. Triple R captain on Salah with the vice captaincy on Trent. Now I know that goes Ooh. against what I normally say in saying triple cap. Uh, sorry, vice captain and a player from a different fixture, but there are two fixtures. So well, well considering my captain pick this week got auto subbed. It's probably the first time I can remember in, well, at least this season, my vice becoming the captain. That is something very much to consider when you're using your triple captainship. Yeah, well, I've still put it on Trent because there's two fixtures. So the chances of both fixtures getting cancelled are so slim, I'm confident. So this is kind of like a, oh, in the pre-match warm-up, Salah pulls up with a groin injury. And yep. then at least you've got Trent on two fantastic fixtures. Correct. Okay, okay. Um, I'm banking the transfer in the lead-up again in the lead-up and planning for blank game week re- 30. Re- remind me of your chip situation. You've got your bench boost. What else have you got? Bench boost, triple captain, wild card. That's it. Okay, okay, okay. Um, yeah, for game week 27, I think I might bring in Rafinha and potentially a Wolves defender. Okay. But I might also consider bringing in Breuer instead and freeing up those funds for uh, Rafinha instead of ESR. I uh, appreciate your faith in Rafinha. Thank you. Well, I just think he's a good player. And a bad team. Good player and a shit team. Yeah. Um, okay, so... What I, are you doing? I, I'm, I think I'm going to make one transfer, and it will be Madison coming out for Saka of the Arsenal. Um, and then I will run with a 3-4-3. Armband definitely on Salah. 90% chance that that turns into a triple captain. Um, yeah, almost definitely. So I'm not going to pull the trigger on the transfer just yet because we've, you know, we rec- we're recording this on Thursday evening our time and uh, it won't be till Saturday evening our time that I think the deadline is. So just in case you know, Salah gets mowed down by a, a buffalo or something, I'll just hang off. So you won't have any bench next next week for game week 27 or will you make a transfer between then because you'll have Saka Trent and Salah and Arsenal and Liverpool both have blanks in 27 yep yeah, um, I mean you know it could be an opportunity to use the free hit or you know depending on sort of what happens no you've got a free hit one free hit left don't you yeah blank game week 30 we've talked about I've got it wild so card too dude um, what are you going to wild card to have as a full playing in game week 30 and that's your team for the rest of the season yeah just yeah, players yeah. from those six yeah, teams yeah. Give, stupid give, give, give myself stupid do you remember when our friend Edin our friend Edin had a hot like three defenders from Burnley last season yeah I do and it that. paid off like two weeks in a row and then we were like you're riding your luck now change them and he did it in the third week and they got thumped by City and then look what happened to him he had to quit yeah we don't know him anymore yeah um anyone he doesn't listen uh 
Do you know what? To be absolutely honest, I haven't really put a great deal of thought into 27. Obviously, I'm aware that there are Chelsea, Arsenal and Liverpool on a blank game week. Uh, that doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to replace them with a bunch of you know, three Burnley assets. But yes, I do I just, figure it out. I just think having at least one player on your bench would be good, particularly with the type of rotation. Agreed. So that might be my one free transfer or depending on my, how strong my convictions are close to the time. Okay. Yeah, okay. I will, I, you know, I'm, I'm open to taking a minus four every now and again. So let's see how strong my feelings are nearer the time. Um, but that that's that's how it looks right now. Mailbag time. It is the mailbag time. So we will return with it. Ah. Mailbag time. Scott, would you mind uh, running the show for the mailbag? I love our friend FPL teacher, but I feel... Maybe he's just trying to help us develop as people and FPL managers, but his questions get more and more complex. And uh, even trying to read this is just going to hurt my head. Um, so you do it, and I'll pretend to understand, and I'll give a, as good a response as I can. So I, I do want to. I'll ask. The, I'll ask the question, and then I'm going to jump in okay. with, with what I think you need to think about when you answer this question. Thank you. FPL teacher asks: If you were to buy short-term punts now, assuming you free hit in game week 30, so he knows about the blank game week. You and him are on the same page. Yeah, Twitter. Who would you pick up if you wildcarded in game week 28, if you wildcarded in game week 31, 32, or if you wildcarded in 34, 35? Bonus points if you can give any tactical insight or anecdotal evidence. Those never get picked up in stats. <clears throat> I, I actually don't look at stats. So, so what I was going to say to you is, remember what he said when he says short-term punts. I don't think of it as wildcarding in the keepers for the rest of the season. So you're not talking about your Trents, your Cancellas, your KDBs, your Sullers, your Brunos. He's talking about short-term punts. So I think you've got to look at the fixtures from game week 28. So if we talk about game week 28 first, yep. uh, it, obviously there's some of the reschedule fixtures haven't been put into the FPL website. I'm not going to go and look at Brent, Ben Crowland's uh, spreadsheets. Uh, but Chelsea have an awesome run of fixtures with Burnley, Newcastle, Norwich, Brentford and Southampton. Zayich. I think if you were genuinely wildcarding in, why not bring in a player like Zayich? Yep. Um, that's, again, a short-term punt. Southampton also have really good fixtures from Game Week 28, including Watford, Burnley and Leeds. So Breuer. Breuer. Uh, even James Wood-Prowse for those kind of fixtures. Mm. Um, and depending on whether or not Tino you know, Liveramento is, is healthy. And then finally, obviously, Wolves. Crystal Palace, Everton, Leeds, Villa and Newcastle. It's not bad. You've got players like Jimenez. You've got players uh, like Dendonka you just talked about, but I wouldn't bring Dendonka in. I'd look at one of the defenders like Kind of Cody or Sice. Or yeah, something, and yeah. even Saar, the keeper, is in really good form. Yeah, true. Um, so that's probably from game week 28. You can read the uh, question. What was the next game week he was talking about? Uh, 31 and 32 and then 34 and 35. Yeah, okay. So from there, the, the fixtures get good for, play, uh, for teams like Crystal Palace... Uh, even Watford, which is weird thing to say. I'd probably ignore Watford assets to be blunt, but uh, when it comes to Crystal Palace, there's the obvious ones. There's Gallagher. The other thing to note as well that, you know, between now and then, form changes, and maybe Dennis is on, in top form again, and Watford pick up, yeah. or, or someone who's doing well does bad. So maybe, a few moving parts. Maybe he's talking about players you bring in now, until these wildcards. And, and I'm looking at this the wrong I, way. I did wonder that, um, but I, I couldn't say for sure. I did potentially read it that way, because it probably because it felt like an easier way to answer. Yeah, well, if we're looking at it in that sense, I think 
right now for the good fixtures, despite the fact that obviously Chelsea have a blank next week, I still stand by Chelsea. Um, Brentford have Newcastle, Norwich and Burnley. So you've, Tony's injured, but potentially you bring in a player like Mbwemo. Mm. Um, it's really tough to know what he's actually asking here. Um, but in terms of short-term picks, we're just talking about the obvious ones for those kind of teams. So I, I think Southampton have good fixtures. Broyer's a, a great pick moving forward for the rest of the season, I, I actually think. Yep. I still think with Chelsea's fixtures, despite the blank next week, I think Zayic is a good shout. Mm-hmm. If Reese James ever comes back from injury, he's always a cool player to have. Absolutely. I've still got him. He's sat on my bench at the moment. Uh, and Leicester have good fixtures, but shit, shit players. Um, yeah, <laughs> I think I would be just essentially targeting teams of players: Wolves, Southampton, Chelsea, uh, and uh, yeah, Crystal Palace, Arsenal, Brentford. I think you did a really good job of that. Well done. Yeah. If you listen back, it was absolute garbage, hot garbage. Oh, I don't listen back. Um, the <laughs> other question comes from. So our... we're down to two, we're down to one listener then. <laughs> our friend Quentin from FPL Amateurs of Oz. Uh, check him out on Twitter. Uh, he says he's decided to bench boost this week. It's pretty cool. Uh, as a counter to the triple seller. Ooh, bold. Um, well, oh, no, well oh, no, because no, he's already yeah, used he's, it. Yeah, he's, oh, right. read the full question, Gavin. Oh, sorry. Uh, he's saying his bench is Ramsdale, Brownhill, Dennis and Delort, or Delor. Um If they blank, it gives me 12 points. Do you think that a bench boost... He's counting a blank as two points, and he's saying... Because obviously Ramsdale and Dennis have a double game week. Mm-hmm. That's what he's talking about. Okay. So he's talking about getting... Four points from each of those two players, which is eight points, and then two players from Brown, uh, two points from Brownhill, which is right. He's definitely getting two points from Brownhill, and two points from Delot. Would so, you bench boost with that bench? Um, Ramsdale's a good shout. Dennis. Well, Dennis I, I will only bench boost if I've got a. Actually, that's, that's not true. But the best time to bench boost is when you've got two goalkeepers playing two fixtures, because okay. you've got. I mean, you've got a solid chance of a lot of points coming from your goalkeepers specifically. You could get 24 points from him. Brownhill, I agree with him. I think he's going to get two points for Brownhill. Um, So he already knows that a quarter of his bench boost is slightly less effective. Dalot have lead... uh, So Man United have leads. So I think, truthfully, a player like Dalot, who's kind of nailed on in that position, I think has a good chance of getting a clean sheet. Also does does push forward quite a bit and maybe not so much uh, as Luke Shaw or, or, or whoever but definitely more than wan definitely more than wan actually no probably not as much as wan but way more competently than wan <laughs> that's fair um, so Dalot I think is actually a good shout you, you could be looking at six points there maybe even more Dennis has a double and Watford do have a tough fixture but they also have a fairly easy fixture I have something to add to this I do get the idea of not wanting to perform badly in comparison with other teams in a given game week. I Everyone's going to triple Captain Salah, you're going to get a fuckload of points, and I'm going to feel terrible because I've got a tiny amount of points. But if we think about it more practically, you could play a bench boost any week. So there yeah. might be better ways to do it. So you might suffer this week because you can't triple Captain Salah, but you might gain more points in another game week for picking a bench boost... Uh, another time I think because he's sent us a picture of his of yep. his team he's taking a negative four for this um, for this scene so in, in goals he's got Saar great great fixtures uh, for for 
Wolves in, in, in Leicester who aren't that great attacking at the moment and Arsenal who have only scored two goals this whole season, yeah. uh, this whole this whole year. He's got Trent, obviously, and Salah as captain, which is good. He's got Cancelo with a single Tierney. So, again, Arsenal have good fixtures. Veltman, they're playing Burnley. That's probably a nil-all draw written all over it. I think he's got a good team. Mm. I think that playing yeah, a bench boost here, it, it would be more beneficial... I don't think he's going to want to bench Breuer. I don't think he's going to want to bench Ronaldo. Um, so he still wants to keep Dennis on his bench, and he's got two two goalkeepers playing double. So for him, he's sitting there going, I've got essentially six players on my bench instead of four. Mm. So Spice it up a bit. Now's Put the shit players on the pitch and bench the good players, and then you'll feel better about yourself. Yeah, but then you can't captain Salah. Yeah, but, you know, there's other players. You stick Ronaldo on your bench, Coutinho on your bench. I'd bench Ronaldo anyway. <laughs> That's a different conversation. Now, Quint- right, Quentin, I, I think it's a, I think it's a good bench boost. I think you're right about Brownhill. I think he's going to blank, but Dennis has a chance. Dallet has a chance. Ramsdale has a very good chance of scoring you a fair bit of points. Agreed. So, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Good luck with that. I'm be really interested to see how that lands. And on that note, we have reached the end of another episode. Just before we finish up, mm-hmm. and I don't know if you've ever answered this question. It wasn't me. What? would be the minimum amount of points you'd be happy with on a bench boost? Oh, okay. Well, it's an interesting question. When we talk about, uh, in bench boost boys' terms, five points is a return, right? So, what, 20? 20? Yeah. yeah, 20? 20? I think that's that's a fairly salient point. So what you're saying is, is someone like Quentin would be maybe 30 points because he's got six players, technically. Sure. Yeah, That well, it, when you put it in those terms, sounds reasonable. Good, good, uh, good way of giving some extra perspective. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, good luck to everybody. Um, I hope this. Uh, well, it's going to be fascinating to see how this triple captain business goes. It will be pretty funny if Salah gets like two points in both or something. Um, oh, that's definitely happening. That's definitely <laughs> happening. Um, don't forget to join the Bench Boost Boys Mini League if you haven't. Uh, code is Q8ZM2S. You can also find it on our Twitter bio. You can find us on Twitter at Bench Boost Boys. The website is BenchBoostBoys.club. Uh, Scott, I hope you have a good game week, mate. Hope no, you don't. No, but I, I don't. hope you don't either yeah i was just trying to be nice uh, but you saw right through me you know me too well hope listeners have a good game week but not as good as me and we'll see you next time goodbye